Hello and welcome to another episode of Industry Celebrities. This is the kickoff of Texas Apartment Association Education Foundation Room to Grow podcast series and collaboration. I love it. It sounds so fun. <laughs> <laughs> official. It is. It's it is. official. I love it. I am Kimberly Scott, also known as That Kimberly, and my guest here today is Miss Nicole Block. Hi, Nicole. Hello, how are we? I'm doing fabulous. How are you? I am great. I'm so excited to be here, especially on the, you know, the, the beginning of this journey and this partnership. Well, I'm excited to be a part of it, and I'm happy that you gave us your time today. Absolutely. Happy to. Okay, so let's get this kicked off with you telling folks a little bit about yourself. My name is Nicole Block. I have been in this industry for 25 years this year. Um, started when I was very young. <laughs> but you know, like several of us, I fell into this industry. It was something that I was lucky enough to, to come upon. I was you know, in a, a position in college where I was kind of wondering what I wanted to do and needed something to help me with my housing and started in uh, student housing and started as a leasing consultant, again, 25 years ago. Did you live on site when you did that? I did, uh, I did. Sometimes they have perks like that, not always, but. Yeah, sometimes yeah. they do, and I think that, you know, whenever you're looking at it and you're, you know, looking for the discount on your rent and you, you know, have to work in the office a couple days a week and it, it evens out and you get to go to school, it works yeah. on your schedule. Absolutely. But it was interesting though, I really enjoyed the selling and the connection and mm -hmm. the, just, I guess the career it could be. Yeah. That it, it definitely changed the, the path of my career for sure. <laughs> So after, when did you know that this, you were going to make a career for this? Like, you know, you know, I would probably say within six to 12 months, but I'm within definitely within my first year, you know, I mean, I was 22 years old, so I don't know, you know, if, if I thought this could be a career forever, uh -huh. but I definitely knew it was something I wanted to pursue and I felt like it was something I was passionate about. Mm -hmm. And so I stepped away from the student housing, the like directly related to the college you know, yeah. I was attending. And then looked at it in the, what I we call conventional now. Yeah, something more conventional. And you know, my girlfriend and I did it at the same time. And, and I think about it now with how you you know everything is so researched online. You're yelping and you're glass dooring and you're looking at you know, indeed all of the, all of, yeah, all the ratings. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. and LinkedIn and you're looking at all of those things when you investigate a company. You know, my girlfriend and I literally just split two sides of the street and walked up and down the street and thought, hmm, this looks like a nice apartment community. And this looks like a nice apartment community. <laughs> and um, that's how you went for your application? And that's, yep. And I carried, Applied. you know, my resume, of course, that you would have when you're, you know, starving no. college student with one job on there. And she got a job at First Worthing across the street from me. Uh -huh. And I got a job at Archstone wow. um, across the street from her. Uh -huh. And that's how it all began. And then, you know, my career, I, I stayed there at Archstone for 15 years yeah. until the company sold. But it was just kind of interesting how I fell into it. Definitely a different path and a whole different industry now. Yeah. Is your girlfriend still in the industry? She's not, but she, she stayed in it for probably about eight or 10 years wow. before she got married and, and mm -hmm. decided to stay at home with her kids. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we talk about that a lot to where, you know, we, by, by chance, yeah. I stayed with my company for 15 years and she ended up maybe moving back and forth. I think she changed like two or three times. But I just think about that now. I couldn't imagine my sons yeah. you know, just walking down the street yeah, they would with know. their resume. They'd be, they'd, be, they'd be walking down the street with their phones, sending their yeah, exactly. resume. And hopefully, <laughs> hopefully someone's going to chat with them immediately and they can just walk in. But I, and I think about that too, that we're, you know, and now we're, we're so much more, you know, universal and mm -hmm. we, we can, you know, we're so much more transparent so people can find out more yeah. about us. And they can apply online yeah. and they can do their research yes. and they can ask their questions. And I laugh about all of that it. all the time. Yes. Yeah. So I, I literally was walking down the street, walking down the Eldon Dotson Road, or drive, excuse me, in Bedford, Texas. Oh. Yep, kind of interesting. 
That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> in Bedford, Texas. In Bedford, Texas. <laughs> Which we are kind of close to today, yep. but. We are kind of close. <laughs> yes, we are. So stay always staying close to the origination <laughs> of where you started. <laughs> yeah, I know. Very interesting. But yeah, but I think that that was a step, and it w I did it again for several years after that. And then I, I would probably say once I had promotion opportunities, mm -hmm. and I understood that you know, I could be, you know, a community manager, a regional manager, or a, a VP one day. I think that that was really eye-opening, and I think that you know I, I was able to put in the work and show that I was dedicated. And yeah. I think it's an industry that you can grow in, mm -hmm. you know, if, if you really have that that passion and that determination. How long after you started in the industry did you realize that there was promotional opportunities? Like fairly quickly? Like it took you yeah. a couple of things you had to get, you know, like positions you had to learn and go through. So I think once I got so again when I started with the student housing piece yeah. of it, went mm -hmm. to the conventional side, which um, are two totally different two animals. Two totally yeah. different animals, and and, and uh, two focuses that, that were totally different for me. Yeah. You know, I literally was just trying to get a discount on my rent. <laughs> when I was it in paid. college, I was just like, I just need get through college. Let me yeah. Help me, help, help me. me. <laughs> I'm living on ramen noodles. Yeah. But then when I went to the conventional side, probably within less than a year, okay, I was able to see that there was a lot of movement and growth mm -hmm. um, with my company. Yeah. And that they also cared about my growth and development, which I definitely felt reciprocated. Mm -hmm. So I felt like, hmm, okay, they're giving to me. I'm going to give everything I've got to them. Yeah. And it, it was a, a great relationship for yeah. 15 years. But yeah, it was probably within the first year wow. I realized that I'm like, hmm, I'm kind of kind of digging this. Yeah. I really like it. And there's you know? opportunities all over the place within, especially that large of an organization, mm -hmm. that you can you know move up, move sideways, move up Correct. again. You know, you across the United States. Well, and that's one of the the best things I think. You know, we're, we're talking about you know the Room to Grow campaign. We're talking about you know our education foundation and and trying to reach people that mm -hmm. don't necessarily have multifamily already in their background yeah. is that you can grow in every direction. So when we say room to grow, like you literally have exponential room. You yeah. grow sideways, you grow up, you grow left, yeah. right, up, down. And so for instance, in my path, you know, I once I was a community manager and then became a regional manager, mm -hmm. you know, there was, you know, kind of a you know, maybe like a, a, a plateau, if you will, on you know the the trajectory. You yeah. Know, it's not I was thinking it was always up. But I also then dug into auditing and acquisitions and mm -hmm. dispositions and training and just all of so those different things, de risk departments. management departments. Yeah. And so being able to be involved in understanding how they rolled up into, you know, my business and my mm -hmm. company, you know, the maintenance side of the house, I'm super passionate about that, learning about that. And it's, I think that's what makes our leadership, it's our opportunities really endless, really yeah. endless because you, you have so many avenues you can go down. Yeah. You just have to ask. Oh, and put yourself out there. Put you yourself know, out there. Yeah. You know, I think some of the misconceptions with, with growth and development is that you're always waiting for someone to recognize it in you. Mm -hmm. And although that happens sometimes, not saying yeah. it doesn't, if you're wanting something different and you're wanting to make a change, then I think it's the onus is also on you. Yeah. To raise your hand, like you mm -hmm. just said, and say, you know, I, I really would love to learn more about X. Yeah. You know, just even in our relationship, it's like, mm -hmm. I would love to learn more what you're doing about podcasting. Yeah. And before you know it, I'm sitting here podcasting with you. We're having a conversation. <laughs> you know, but it's, but you want to share your passion. Yeah. Right. So absolutely. if I sit down and say, hey, can you talk to me more about what you do with capital projects? Yeah. And how you build a scope and how you explain look at the budgets and yes. why you guys do what you do in, in certain times of the month or the mm -hmm. year yeah. and all those things, you know, the budget cycle and, when should I approach you? When should I not? Like well, all those different things. And There's for so me, many. And for me, it was, 
gosh, it was truly just my knowledge to grow. Mm -hmm. But what I didn't realize, and now looking back, I wish I could say I was more intentional, but this mm -hmm. is just, this happened and I think All by it's, a, it's a wonderful, a yeah. wonderful consequence, is I feel like it's made me more relatable as a leader. Mm -hmm. You know, is that I'm able to speak lots of different languages. Yeah. I'm able to relate to the struggles, the challenges, On the highs, levels. the lows at multiple levels. Yeah. That if I just stayed in operations only, mm -hmm. that I, I wouldn't have that lens to kind of view the world. Yeah. And so I feel like that's a, a wonderful yeah. unintended consequence mm -hmm. and something that I'm now definitely more intentional about. So now I'm more intentional about where I'm gaining my knowledge. And in your case, I feel, because I know a little bit of the history, not back in the Archstone days, but I can say that like your soft skills are very spot on. Like, like you've done a great job, even you know, your interaction within the associations, you know, are from experience, you know, from stepping up, like talk a little bit about, you know, how you got involved in the association and how you were brought to the table, as you said. Hmm. So I think how I got involved you know, was I had a mentor mm -hmm. that was involved and, and it definitely saw the potential in my relationship with the association. Mm -hmm. So I think that that was part of my introduction, but I'll never forget, and I say this all the time, is that she told me, she said, you know, I'll, I'll bring you to the party, yep. but someone has to, you know, ask you to dance, or you yeah. gotta go out and ask someone else, else to dance, right? Yeah. And that was really impactful for me because, yes, she opened the door, but I had to walk through yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that's kind of what we were talking about, that growth and development, is it's just as much on me Yeah. to raise my hand and say, hey. Two-way street, absolutely. for sure. Absolutely, yeah. here's what I would also say, is I, I think that we're seeing more of a focus on emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm. I know you and I have talked a lot mm -hmm. about that, that soft skill that we talk about. I think the association gives you an opportunity to grow both? To grow both yeah. because you're not in a traditional collaboration. Mm -hmm. you know, you're working with people that are technically your competitors in some cases. They're your partners in, a, yeah. in, in mm -hmm. other cases. And no one works in air quotes for each other. Mm -hmm. We all work with each other. Yeah, absolutely. And so that's a different skill set to be able to gain buy-in and mm -hmm. gain consensus yeah. and help people understand how they fit into something that they're not required to do. Yeah. It's volunteerism at mm -hmm. its finest and I think it's wonderful. And again, yeah. I I want to give to the industry that gave me my livelihood. Yeah. But you really have to focus on those soft skills because yeah. if you don't, they're not required, you know, mm -hmm. again, it's not their job if you will. Yeah. The true art of collaboration. Mm -hmm. You get in into it and meeting a wide variety of people from all over whether it's your, you know, like for us in Texas, all over the state of Texas. Sure to, you know, on a national level, all over across the United States, because every association is different. Absolutely. But every city, I always like to tell people, your city has a local association. Mm -hmm. You know, whether you know it or not, it's out there. Right. <laughs> Google it. Google is your find mother. It, it. Google is your it. mother, people. <laughs> that right. is a quote from Gary Vee. Google well, is your mother. So. Google is your mother. Yeah. yeah. So learning more about the industry you're in or the city you're in with the associations, definitely you can find it online and so that you can go and figure out what you want to volunteer well, for. And it's baby steps. So I think that, you know, if you're living in a city, who's a better expert than you? Yeah. You know, so we're not asking you to speak on something or mm -hmm. represent something you're not familiar with. Correct. Uh, and I think that, that gives you a very strong foundation mm -hmm. for then expanding it to the state level mm -hmm. and potentially the nation. So I think that that's, you know, start with what you know mm -hmm. and what you're passionate about. Yeah. You know, everyone knows know something they're passionate about and yeah. I would say the association has ways to plug you in mm -hmm. uh, and all you, you can do is raise there. your hand absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah. and it, whether it's education or advocacy mm -hmm. you know or communications I mean there's just a multitude of things that we can I mean really affect change and, and you have a circle of influence that is powerful yeah and also a circle that you can at the same time network with oh yeah you know people don't understand that yes you're volunteering 
but you know because I too was invited you know to come to the dance but it you know I had to go out there and put myself out there to say that I wanted to volunteer for it was a subcommittee it wasn't even a real committee but it was the <laughs> technology committee we let you on to it who did that I need, did. I need names I will this? give them to you offline <laughs> <laughs> you know when I was like well what does this mean and you know how do you and he's like well you know, you gotta speak mm -hmm. up, you gotta raise your hand. Yeah. You just like, I mean, he didn't say in those words, but sure. it was it was just inviting me to the party yeah. so that I could then stand up and say, yeah, I'll volunteer for that mm -hmm. subcommittee that's now a committee. Hey. <laughs> hey. You made it real. I know, no, not me, but a lot of other people. <laughs> you played I a did, part. I did, I played a little bitty, bitty, baby part, yeah. <laughs> but it was fine. But it's true, Yeah, it's very true. And I think Absolutely. that you, you have to focus on that and be you know, it's kind of a mix of yes. know, being intentional and then kind of letting it ride. Yeah, letting you know, it ride. ride and see and just let it, just experience it because you can't go in with preconceived notions, yeah. especially if you're newer to the association. Yeah, uh, that that'll that'll shut you down a lot yeah. because you're gonna maybe turn away from something that could be really beneficial for you mm -hmm. because of a preconceived notion. Yeah, so it's kind of a good mix of I'm gonna be intentional because I want to be involved, but I'm not gonna let you know my preconceived notion dictate. How I'm gonna move. Yeah, on. don't be attached to anything. Yeah. Roll with it. Yeah, be okay course. with the unfamiliar and ask questions or even get a buddy. Like mm -hmm. I always tell people, you know, Angie Pusateri was definitely one of my, you oh, know, first Angie. buddies. Yes. And, you know, several others in our industry, yeah. you know, Leah and Jay, like just get a group of individuals that can then, you know, because you just expand your network. You know, not everybody knows everything, For sure. you know, and so you can ask different people questions. And you know, friendly people like you who are like, sure, Kimberly, <laughs> come, on, come over, on, girl. on over and talk. Well, and you know what's interesting is that I am rarely the smartest person in the room, <laughs> but I am constantly scanning that room, and I will find who the smartest person yeah. in the room is. And you I'm, are a very smart individual. <laughs> Let's just <laughs> come on out. Don't tell us. <laughs> but, but I think when you're sitting back and you're looking at all of the great minds that we have in mm -hmm. our industry, and like you said, everyone has a strength. Sure, I have one, you have one. Mm -hmm. We may have more than one. Yeah. But being able to leverage those strengths, Together. I think, is what is important. Yeah. So that you, you know, as an association. Team effort. Absolutely. As an yeah. association, I know now through networking, you mentioned networking, mm -hmm. that if I need to find out information on X, Y, or Z, over the years, I've met experts in X, Y, or Z. Absolutely. And you guys are there for me. You know, whether it's a text or an email or mm -hmm. a smoke signal, whatever it is. Because <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it's all three. Yeah. <laughs> Because cell phones, <laughs> technology doesn't always work in my favor. But I think that that's, that's the network. That's yeah. what is important and, and what sometimes people don't understand. Yeah. You know, when, yeah. when well, at the association. Well, because they can't put a physical ROI to it. And mm -hmm. that's unfortunate yeah. that that's what it's measured on. But at the same time, for those smaller companies that you might not have the big budget, the only way is to volunteer. Yeah. Like you, Like that is how you can eventually put an ROI on it, but yeah. you know. Well, going back to the ROI comment, just because it's kind of fresh in our minds yeah. from our conversation earlier this morning, but if I am more efficient as an operator because I can get an answer faster, mm -hmm. or I can get a great competitive market, you know, market price on something mm -hmm. because of my network, mm -hmm. then I think that's an ROI. It just yeah. might be passive. It's just not right. right there in your face. There you so, go. That's a good word, passive ROI. Yeah, yeah, and so I think that over time it definitely builds and efficiencies and like, gosh, I mean, personnel is always the most expensive line item mm -hmm. on our P&L. Yep. So it's people. where we save our time. Yeah. You know, I can understand sometimes when people think it's not such an active yeah. um, ROI. It's not a number. You can say it's this. Yeah. But I would, I definitely would say this has made me more of an efficient operator, which has to impact the bottom line. Absolutely. Yeah. With that said. Yes. What is it that you <laughs> love the most about multifamily? Hmm. 
kind of a loaded question. I don't want to be here all year. Yeah, well, like we're trying to get this down to 30 minutes. We might well, have a couple see. of, of episodes. Well, let's see. Episode one, here's what Nicole loves about the industry. You know, I think that I love the fact that it constantly challenges me. Mm-hmm. I think that I really love the connection with people. I'm super passionate, you know, emotional intelligence. I love that we're talking about that now mm-hmm. and the connections that we make and, and being able to leverage people's strengths. This is a fast-paced industry. Yeah. And I think we see a lot of kind of boomerangers that try to leave mm-hmm. to go to do other things. And again, I, I understand it's not for everybody either. Yeah. But they come back and a lot of times it's because of that pace. Yeah. Because you get used to being constantly challenged, mm-hmm. problem solving, mm-hmm. and our customers, you know, thousands of them live with us. Yeah. So. We get to see them. Not literally, but figuratively, <laughs> folks. Yes, back to that passive comment. <laughs> think, yeah, yeah, my home, uh, I have a thousand people living there. Yeah. Very wonderful. Yes. My husband loves it. Yes. But I, I think that you know, we, we have thousands of, of residents that live mm-hmm. with us just at one community. Mm-hmm. And so we get to see them on their best day. And Sometimes we yeah. see them on their worst day. But it's life. Yeah. And so we get a chance to really Impact create, that. yeah, someone's home mm-hmm. and their experience. And I think that's powerful. Yeah. Uh, there's not a lot of industries that, that can say that. Yeah. You know, our customers live with us. Now yes. I know hospitality is maybe similar, but they live in for a Temporarily, couple of days. Temporarily, yeah. And then they're like, bye, peace yeah. out. So I do love that. But it, again, this is the industry that gave me my livelihood. So I, yeah. I can't say enough great things about it. But I'll probably say the pace that mm-hmm. you move, that you grow and develop, and I would say the connections with people, whether it be my associates I support, mm-hmm. or the residents that you know, live with me, or the partnerships that I've created, the friendships, I can't even tell you, yeah. that I've made, it's just, it's blended into my life mm-hmm. um, very seamlessly. Yeah. And it's truly a career and a passion. So I, I feel like even though you know technically it's work, if you will, it's we have sustainable. Fun. No, yeah, it's totally sustainable. Yeah, it's sustainable. That's a good. I, I think it's it's built me into the person I am personally, professionally. Yeah. And to this point that you said sustainable, you were with Archstone for 15 years, yeah. and then when they sold, you had an abundance of network and people coming to you to you know offer you whatever the next thing is. So I feel like if you for some reason something happens, you need to move across the United States, you oh, need to yeah. cr- cross the state, or you your company gets bought out and you need another job. Mm, that's happened hmm, to me. Yeah, oh. <laughs> might have happened to me. There is a plethora mm-hmm. of, if you are doing the right thing, you know, you are that hard worker, you have that network, people will just come, they come to you. The opportunities mm-hmm. still come to you. Yeah. Just because one one opportunity stops doesn't mean that it, the other door doesn't open. Like yeah. so. And well, think about, you know, the, the Room to Grow campaign mm-hmm. is just that, and we've talked about yeah. again, Yes, you have room to grow as far as a career, mm-hmm. but I would also, you know, going back to what you just mentioned. So, you know, when my company was purchased in 2013, uh, and I'd been there for 15 years, mm-hmm. it was a life-altering event. Oh yeah, and in many ways, for <laughs> a lot of fantastic professionals, that I would say that I am fortunate enough to have been involved with the association for several years of that time, to mm-hmm. where my network, you know, really reached across, you know company lines, if you will, yeah. and said, you know what, please come work with me, please come work with me. And I was able to choose from several fantastic companies yeah. for my next move. Yeah. And that was so humbling. I never really realized the strength of the network mm-hmm. for me yeah. until I needed it, it personally. Yeah. You know, I definitely saw the benefit if I wanted to say, hey, I need a new paint vendor, yeah. you know, or I need to- Supplier partner. Oh, yes, I follow the garage. <laughs> or I need a new painter, or, yeah. or I need, you know, to understand, you know, hey, it's not all, it's we not just, just. We just bought some properties in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Who else manages in Oklahoma? It's my first time to do so, right? Yeah. Tell me a little bit about it. Yeah. Those were more, again, passive. This was right in my face. This mm-hmm. was changing my life. And yeah. I was 
you know, having to leave a company for that I love for 15 years. Mm -hmm. So I think that was the strength of the network and the relationships as well. Yeah. In just helping me to find my next step. Yeah. Once you get in, you rarely get out for yeah. sure. Okay. So what advice would you give to somebody that would like to start a career in, in multifamily? I would probably say if you want to start a career in multifamily, is it just, again, find what you're passionate about, find what you are excited about and what you're motivated by. And I think that you'll be able to find a way to plug into multifamily. So for instance, if you are- Whether it's on the operation or the supplier correct, side. Correct, yeah. yeah. So if you are passionate about sales, you might become a supplier partner mm -hmm. that sells for a specific product. Mm -hmm. If you're passionate about sales and want to work on the residential side. Yeah, you so could we, be we see a lot of that kind of operation back and forth. Or a third party. Yeah. Yeah. So you do third party. Uh, I see you know, several, Leasing. you know, and focusing on you know, like the trades. Mm. You know, people that are you know wanting to go to school and be electricians, mm -hmm. or working on HVAC, or something of that nature. And we have a whole service department. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's been a, a shift in kind of you know re you know, rebranding that yeah. as a career. Yeah, because it is. I mean, they are the front lines mm -hmm. of defense. But being a renter, yeah. it is the front line of defense. Your maintenance supervisors, to your housekeepers, mm -hmm. to your lawn guys, to your, you know, whoever you, comes you, and you changes the elbow. Yeah. You're Who changes the light bulbs, you know, that they're done properly and that it's done in a... It's a, a professional manner. Correct, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And that they care that if it's not, you know, I've lived to several different places and it is ones that I, that stand out the most is that when they follow back up with me and they check to make sure that everything was done properly, that I, that really stands out to me. Like yeah. they really care that I'm here. They really care if I'm going to renew, you know? Yeah. And so, because people take pride in that, like that is, you know, where you work and you want others to be proud and excited about coming home to well, a place. Hands down, we are a service yes, industry. Absolutely. And I think that if you have a servant's heart, if you that's a good want, point. yeah, if you want to help people, I know that kind of sounds like a Hallmark card, but it's the truth. But it's the truth. Yeah. I think if you really want to help people, then multifamily definitely is, you know, for you. One hundred percent. And so I think with with that service mentality, it just takes takes everything with a, you know, again, you kind of see it through a different lens. Yeah. So if you want to join and be, you know, again, help people, we'll find a way. Yeah. You know, whether again, you're whether as a supplier, you're going to help me with a product or service. Mm -hmm. You know, or if it's as a manager, you're going to help your team, yeah. you know, to be successful and, yeah. and help your residents to, you know, ensure that their home is, is taken care of. So I think that that's, that's something that's really important. And then the second piece of that is that as much of a servant's heart as we want everyone to have, we also want you to, as far as advice goes, I wish someone would have told me, like, don't take it too personally either. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's kind of a balance that you're looking at. Yes, that servant's heart, and you're really, and when you put your heart into something, uh, yeah, you it hurts. know how it goes, right? I mean, <laughs> when you when put your heart into something, when somebody like, doesn't like what you're doing. <laughs> like, Wait what? Love me. No, but <laughs> no I think need. It, it, you know, you're vulnerable. Yeah. You know, you're putting yourself out there, yeah. and you're really, your reputation, mm -hmm. your character, what yeah. you stand for, all of those things are rolled up into that servant's yes, heart, absolutely. which makes it strong. Yes, absolutely. But then also realize Vulnerable. that when something goes wrong, yeah. we just need to fix it and don't take it personally. personally yeah. You know, they're not saying, you know, you- Shut off the water. You absolutely, yeah. <laughs> you absolutely shut off the water, Kimberly Scott. Instead of, you know, people tend to deflect when they take it personally. Yeah, and until yeah. you learn, that was one thing I wish I would have learned sooner, mm -hmm. uh, or maybe gotten that piece of advice sooner, mm -hmm. is, that, is that they just want their challenge handled yeah you know whereas I and have some empathy for yeah, that I cared so much that I was like uh, 
I don't know. I would. I don't know what to do. Or I would get upset. Or I would. Yeah. Think, oh my gosh, because they're mad at me. Yeah, and they're no, not. They're mad because their water got shut yeah. off. And if I. And they're in the shower. And with they're soap <laughs> on their bodies. I'm really Scott, This sounds like a personal <laughs> story we've shared no, before. No, no. <laughs> no, I don't know what you're talking about. I have no idea. But I think that's another piece of advice I would say is as much as this is a service industry, mm -hmm. when you're problem solving, and when you are handling customer challenges, issues, concerns, yeah. whatever you want to call them, opportunities. Yes. Not to take it personally. Yes. Step back and you take know, a deep breath. Assess and address. Assess and, and address. Handle it. Yeah. And I think absolutely. Once I learned to do that, a lot of weight kind of came off my shoulder. Yeah. Because I I was able to just handle their issue. Yeah. And again, made me more efficient. And not take it personally. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's one hundred percent. Yeah. So I you know am both in the multifamily space and I live at apartment communities within the Texas area. We have had discussions about <laughs> yes. this. It's so I do see topic. it I do see it from both sides. <laughs> that is something that I struggle because yeah. my friends are those that, you know, own operate and are in the multifamily space and yeah. then I'm the renter that has to be patient, has to be understanding that not every situation is the same and, and try never to, to be upset with that person on the other end, period. Mm -hmm. Even in the restaurant business or you know whether I'm going to a retail shop or whatever, that if they care, they're gonna take it personally. So I need to step back as a renter and not but be I, so. But I would ah. also say as a double agent, what I prefer to call you. Yes, double agent, I like that. <laughs> I am a double, I'm writing that down. Yes, uh, this Kimberly's, double agent. Not Kimberly is a double, <laughs> double agent. agent. But I think, you know, in our conversations that we've had, that'll be for another podcast. Yes. When you see someone is empathetic, though, mm -hmm. when you and I have had conversations, oh, yeah. when you see that they're empathetic, you are 100% understanding, Absolutely. and all of a sudden you're like, I know you, I know Nicole's got it, or whoever's mm -hmm. got it, and I'll follow up, they're, they're gonna get yep. back with me. It's when they're not. Correct. And when you are so entrenched in this industry, and you know that if they're treating you that way, they're treating everyone that yeah, way. Yeah, absolutely. So how many opportunities are they missing? Yeah. I think that's where it really gets raw. Yeah. You know, with and we'll have another podcast, <laughs> another subject coming soon. Coming soon. Teaser, teaser. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna follow up this last question. What is the best advice that somebody has ever given you, whether they're in the a multifamily industry or not? You don't have to name them, but you could just, you know, mm -hmm. what's the best advice ever given to you in your career or maybe top one, two. Hmm. So I would probably say, and it's and it's actually a quote that you know that was reinforced to me. But it's that what makes you unique makes you special, yeah. or what makes you weird makes you special. Yes. I've heard it both ways, Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. Uh, Meryl I love Streep. it. And I I think that embracing that, I think that there was a time, you know, when I was, and we all go through this personally, mm -hmm. professionally, as we get old and older and have perspective, right? Perspective. And perspective is great, and I love yeah. perspective. But sometimes you question, mm -hmm. you know, where you fit in. And yeah. sometimes you question what your contribution is. Yeah. And when you have a servant's heart, sometimes that it pulls in multiple directions. Mm -hmm. And so that could cause some conflict, right? Yeah. And I think that there were too many times in my professional life, maybe early on, that I was trying to fit into somebody else's box. Yeah. And we all go through that. Yeah, that is absolutely. Not something that is uh, sometimes we go through it. Yeah, yeah, later in life or like in different stages. Yeah, so absolutely. But I would say that there were a um, you know a, a circle that I had that I, I really trusted their mm -hmm. opinion. I trusted their input, mm -hmm. and for them to tell me, you know, I would say, hey, I'm being asked to do this, and I feel like I naturally would do this, and neither one is wrong per se. Yeah, right? we're not talking about ethical things. We're talking about yeah. personal, mm -hmm. you know, kind of spin. And, you know, they really, they, I mean, I had someone sit me down and say, look, like, you are unique and you are special mm -hmm. and don't try to fit in someone else's box 
you know, again, sometimes you have to. It's, it's not it's not a conversation yeah. or a piece of advice for every situation. Yes, right? absolutely not. Sometimes you lead, sometimes you follow. Yeah. But I didn't think I I think what I took from that is I was embracing I was not embracing who I was. Yeah. And I wasn't embracing the unique skill set that I bring. Absolutely. And I was trying to make myself into someone I wasn't. Mm -hmm. So then you become inauthentic. Yeah. And that has the whole negative ripple effect that yeah. you don't realize. And so I wasn't as effective. Mm -hmm. I wasn't as happy. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't as Cause intentional. Because you, you weren't you. Correct. You weren't being you. And then it was just one of those like resurgences where I was like, hello, here I am. You know? <laughs> and so it's a brand new day. <laughs> exactly. All the birds were chirping. No, but I think that, you know, again, what makes me weird makes me special. I think that what anybody, makes me unique. absolutely. So I think that advice goes to I everybody love else. That quote. Yeah, and, and I think that that's something that resonates with me. So sometimes being different mm -hmm. is what will maybe be the be the difference. Yes. You know. So I 100%. You know, it, again, it's not for everybody. It's no. not for all the times. And mm -hmm. but I think that was really impactful when I needed to hear it. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you sharing that with me yeah. and with us today. Um, how can listeners get a hold of you if they want to connect with you? Well, I would say that they can look at talkwithblock.com. Oh, look at you! Uh, I know. I like it. Hey, girl. High five. Um, so talkwithblock.com is something that I am working on, and we're talking through awesome. some podcasting opportunities with that Kimberly so that we can just talk about the emotional intelligence piece of our industry, and we can talk about the empathy mm -hmm. and talk about the coaching and development that I think many of us need to hear. Awesome. Yeah, definitely, again, not the only game in town, but yeah. I feel like we can leverage the players and absolutely you just start a conversation that we've been needing to have for a long time yeah well cool and you're also on the insta the facebook as my <laughs> boyfriend says and the linkedin i am i'm on instagram as nicole bgb uh, my name has two l's in it so bgb thanks mom for making me unique but yeah n-i-c-o-l-l-e b as in boy g as in girl b as in boy just in case um, you missed it i know so come find me let's have that conversation <laughs> talk with block well, thank you, Nicole. Yeah. I appreciate it. I appreciate you uh, sitting down with us. And if Nicole's thoughts, advice, or any of our discussion, or you, jokes, or I jokes, mean, yeah, I found we're you, hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> at least to us. I mean, yeah. <laughs> if you found value in any of this, exactly. <laughs> please let us know. Leave it in the comments and/or share this or tag a friend. For sure. um, you know, yeah, definitely. And until next week, remember there is room to grow absolutely 100 percent and stay tuned for more thank you thank you bye, bye.